0: Good evening. Welcome to Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in the Loop. Happy New Year, everyone. This is our first worship service of the new year, uh, but it is our second week of Christmas still. So in the liturgical tradition, we still observe Christmas all the way until Epiphany, which is going to be on January 6th. Uh, You may have noticed that we had Deacon John White from Racine, Wisconsin, who is playing our prelude, will also be our musician for this entire service. So we're so blessed to have uh, an interstate worship uh, being produced here tonight. Um, so we're so thankful, John, for you to join us here tonight. The other surprise and gift for tonight is that our very own Beau Serrat will be preaching for us. So I'm very excited to hear uh, Beau preach for us as he does everything else for us as well. So we're so grateful. But we want to welcome you here this night on this second Saturday in Christmas. We want you to know that we welcome you in the name of Christ, because Christ welcomes us. And we welcome one another no matter who we are or where we're from, no matter the color of our skin or who we love or marry, no matter our gender identity, our age, our ability, our documentation status, even how we feel about organized church or religion or especially right now church online. We hope that this is a time, a sacred space for you to experience God's presence and Christ's birth anew in your life. So with all of that said, as we've welcomed one another, as we've prepared our hearts and minds by the ringing of the bell and the prelude, I invite you to take one last breath as we prepare our hearts and minds for worship this night. Come, let us adore him. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all, and also with you. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The Word became flesh and lived among us, and we have beheld Christ's glory. To us, a child is born, to us, a son is given. In the word was life, and the life was the light of all the people. Almighty God, you have filled all the earth with the light of your incarnate word. By your grace, empower us to reflect your light in all that we do. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
1: A reading from Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord. Sing aloud with gladness for Jacob, and raise shouts for the chief of the nations. Proclaim, give praise, and say, save, O Lord, your people, the remnant of Israel. See, I'm going to bring them from the land of the north, and gather them from the farthest parts of the earth, among them the blind and the lame, those with child and those in labor together a great company. They shall return here. With weeping they shall come, and with consolations I will lead them back. I will let them walk by brooks of water, in a straight path in which they shall not stumble. For I have become a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare it in the coastlands far away, say, he who scattered Israel will gather him and will keep him as a shepherd, a flock. For the Lord has ransomed Jacob and has redeemed him from hands too strong for him. They shall come and sing aloud on the height of Zion, and they shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord, over the grain, the wine, and the oil and over the young of the flock and the herd. Their life shall become like a watered garden and they shall never languish again. Then shall the young women rejoice in the dance and the young men and the old shall be merry. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will comfort them and give them gladness for sorrow. I will give the priests their fill of fatness And my people shall be satisfied with my bounty, says the Lord. Word of God, word of life, thanks be to God.
2: your God, O Zion,
3: who has strengthened the bars of your gates and has blessed your children within you.
2: God has established peace on your borders and satisfies you with the finest
3: wheat. God sends out a command to the earth, a word that runs very swiftly. Worship the Lord,
2: O Jerusalem Praise your God, O Zion. God gives snow like wool Scattering frost like ashes
3: God scatters hail like breadcrumbs. Who can stand against God's cold?
2: The Lord sends forth the word and melts them. The wind blows and the waters flow.
3: God declares the word to Jacob, statutes and judgments to Israel. The Lord has not done so to any other
2: nation. They do not know God's judgments. Hallelujah!
4: To the praise of his glorious grace that he freely bestowed on us in the beloved in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and insight he has made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure that he set forth in christ as a plan for the fullness of time to gather up all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In Christ, we have also obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things according to his counsel and will, so that we who were the first to set our hope on Christ might live for the praise of his glory. In him, you also, when you had heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation and had believed in him were marked with the seal of the promised holy spirit this is the pledge of our inheritance toward redemption as god's own people to the praise of his glory word of god word of life thanks be to god
3: The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through the Word, without whom not one thing came into being. What has come into being in the Word was life, was coming into the world. The light was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, to all who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of the blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh, and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was the one of whom I said, The one who comes after me ranks ahead of me, because he was before me. From his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. The law, indeed, was given through Moses. Grace and truth come through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart who has made God known. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Where is home for you? Is home the place where you currently live? Maybe the place where you were born feels a little more like home. Did you miss going home for the holidays this year? During this time of pandemic, we've been told time and again to stay home to protect the health and safety of our neighbors, of our loved ones. Yet, some of us can't stay home because our jobs can't be done from home or because we are called to or maybe even forced to put our lives on the line to care for others. Too many of us, of course, literally have no place to call home. Sometimes when we return to the place that once felt like home, we aren't welcomed back. And sometimes we don't feel at home no matter where we go. After a family emergency in 2017, I found myself going back home to West Tennessee a lot more often to care for my dad's affairs while he was recovering from a motorcycle accident. I've been away from Jackson, Tennessee for 20 years, so it isn't surprising that when I go back to the town where I grew up, it doesn't feel like home. During those times, I would go back to my dad's house But my dad wasn't there. He was in the hospital. His girlfriend and some of her family were there, but I didn't really know them very well. And the house where he lived, well, it wasn't the house that I knew growing up. That house was destroyed in a tornado in 1999 and was rebuilt. But there are moments There are moments when I would get up early and sit out on the front porch, sipping coffee. And I would remember. I would remember that my grandparents spent countless hours on that porch, the porch of the old house, sipping coffee and waving at everyone who walked by or drove by. I would remember running around the back of the yard with my cousins and accidentally catching a nail on the side of the house with the palm of my hand. That was the thing that hurt the most when I was a child. I would remember the sound of the old gravel driveway when one of my seven aunts or uncles pulled in for a visit. In those moments, I remembered the sense of welcome and embrace that I experienced, however long ago and far away those memories seemed to be. And I suppose in those moments... I got even just a little sense of what it feels like to be at home. Though according to the liturgical calendar, this is the second Sunday of Christmas, we might well call it Homecoming Sunday. But like our various relationships to the idea of home, it's a complicated sort of homecoming, yet one that holds great hope For us all, we hear once again this evening the great hymn of the incarnation, of God becoming flesh, from the first chapter of John's Gospel, the same Gospel we hear on Christmas Day. Now, for me, this is the Christmas story, the Christmas song, but it's not the angels and shepherds away in a manger, no crib for his bed Christmas story. Or is it? John sings of the word made flesh, of God born into this world, into the manger of our hearts and our bodies. Acclaimed by angels, made known first to shepherds, this birth is the birth of true life for all people and all creation. God desires to make a home not just in Mary's womb, not just in our hearts, but in our very bodies. God desires to make a home not just in your body or in mine, but also in this earth, in our neighborhoods, and in everything that has breath. Yet, John writes, he was in the world, and the world came into being through him, Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. God, who was far off, has become near in the mortal flesh of Jesus, and God has come to dwell with us, to make a home with us. Yet, God doesn't only come to make a home with people who may look or behave Or vote like you or like me. God desires to make a home also, or maybe especially among those who have been made outcasts. Those for whom, like the Christ child, the powerful and the privileged of this world can find no room. Author, poet, and Trappist monk Thomas Merton writes. Into this world, this demented inn, in which there is absolutely no room for him at all, Christ comes uninvited. But because he cannot be at home in it, because he is out of place in it, and yet he must be in it, his place is with the others for whom there is no room. His place is with those who do not belong, who are rejected by power because they are regarded as weak, those who are discredited, who are denied status of persons, who are tortured, bombed, and exterminated. With those for whom there is no room, Christ is present in this world. I think back to those times in Tennessee when I was at home, yet not. I think of those times when I have felt like I wasn't at home anywhere. I think of all the places in the world where it seems like we have not received, not accepted, not made a home for the gift of God made flesh. I think of how... We're only nine days into our celebration of Christmas and we've already started to reject and push away the very beloved of God among whom Christ has come to dwell. We celebrate Christmas yet our actions and our choices too often say well, God couldn't possibly have come to dwell in this person. God couldn't possibly have come to dwell in that place. He came to his own, and his own people did not accept him. I find myself wondering, even during the celebration of Christmas, can there really be redemption and restoration for this weary world? Yet, we do take heart this Christmas Because the weary world does rejoice. The prophet Jeremiah sings of this great Christmas homecoming. See, I am going to bring them from the land of the north and gather them from the farthest parts of the earth. Among them the blind and the lame, those with child and those in labor. Together, a great company. They shall return here. The Word is made flesh. All earth rejoices. Heaven and nature sing. God has come to dwell with us, to make us people of God, to make all things new. Will we receive him as he comes to dwell in us, as he comes to make his home in and with us, in all humanity, in all the earth? Will we find room? Will we make room for God? Perhaps this is our work of Christmas in this new year of 2021. Poet Robert Herrick writes, Why does the chilling winter's morn Smile like a field Beset with corn, or smell like a meadow newly shorn, thus on a sudden, come and see the cause why things thus fragrant be. Tis he is born, whose quickening birth gives life and luster, public mirth, to heaven and the under-earth. We see him come, and know him ours who with his sunshine and his showers turns all the patient ground to flowers. The darling of the world is come, and fit it is, fit it is, we find a room to welcome him. Amen.
2: Bye. you
0: and the life of the world to come. Amen.
5: Joining our voices with the song of the angels, let us pray for the church, the world, and all who are in need. Glorious God, fill your church with joy. Give wisdom and courage to your church that it may speak with boldness and confidence, even when words of mercy are met with scorn. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Show us your faithfulness in the rising and setting up the sun. Place wonder into the hearts of those who search the skies and explore the heavens. Curb waste and pollution that all might have clean air to breathe. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Bring all nations and rulers to the splendor of your dawn. Raise up advocates who champion the cause of exploited and vulnerable people. Inspire leaders to be generous with abundance that all people might live in stability and freedom. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. Come quickly with your healing power to all who seek love, support and restoration. Dispel fears and shadows, restore broken relationships and mend broken hearts. Bring relief to those who are sick and struggling, especially those we name in the chat feature or by temporarily unmuting.
0: Rabbi Brant Rosen. For Scott.
5: Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Guard refugees, immigrants, and asylum seekers. Protect families fleeing conflict in their homelands or abuse in their homes. Tend to those who have no place to lay their heads Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. We give thanks for Blessed Mary, Joseph, and all the saints. As you created all things, make all things new again in the splendor of your glory. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of mercy, come quickly to us with grace upon grace as we lift these and all our prayers to you in the name of Jesus. Amen.
0: I'd like to welcome everyone once again to worship this second Saturday of Christmas and I'm just so grateful that we had so many different folks contributing here tonight to our worship service so thank you Deacon John White, Sarat. thank you so much for your word and your sermon. We are letting you know that tomorrow morning if you want more Christmas hymns and more uh, epiphany celebrations right now, uh, tomorrow morning is our Christmas slash epiphany festival with communion uh, tomorrow morning at 9 30 a.m. during our, our worship time uh, with HD Lakeview. So if you're interested in singing more carols and hymns and all the things that make uh, this short Christmas season so beautiful, uh, please feel free to join us tomorrow morning. Tomorrow also begins Life Together. Um, Life Together is our catechumenate process or our discipleship formation process here at Holy Trinity. Many of you have already been through it. And so um, if you are seeking a spiritual reset, if 2020 was a time for you that maybe put a lot of things newly into perspective for you and you want to sort some of that out in the company of other folks who are seeking God and dwelling in the mystery of God, life together is for you. And it's not too late to join us. Tomorrow night um, is going to be our first session. It starts at 6 p.m. on Zoom. So there's no commute in your car. You can just join us at 6 um, if you are interested in more information about that, though, and the Zoom link to join us, uh, you should reach out. Uh, you can go to our website, uh, htchicago.org formation, and you can find um, either Molly Buran's information or Anna Gustaitis, who are our co-leaders this year. So you are welcome to join us for that. Later on in this week, we have our anti-racism ministry meeting. That'll be on Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. on Zoom our anti-racism ministry meets the first Tuesday of every month. And so if you are interested in getting more involved with that work, um, please, we always welcome newcomers. It's never too late to join. You haven't missed out. You can always get involved in that ministry with us as a church. As well with the anti-racism ministry, we have sent out a survey, um, which is intended to gather information about our church and where we see ourselves really to take the pulse of our church when it comes to anti-racism ministry work and so if you haven't already filled out that survey we would invite you to do so our goal is to get anywhere from 150 to 200 responses to that which would give us a really great cross-section of our church to go with Um, but we need more uh, responses so if you haven't already filled that out please take 10 to 15 minutes and, and do that we'd invite you to do that Finally, our mission endowment grants, uh, the the application for those is open. Um, If you have not already seen that, if you know of a small nonprofit or a local community organization that could use um, some of our grant money, uh, we are offering uh, multiple different smaller grants of about $1,500 to folks who we approve and uh, who apply. And so if you, you have a organization or Uh, like I said, a nonprofit that would be interested in, you know, benefit from sending that money, please encourage them to apply. The deadline for that is January 31st, uh, so they have a month to get that done, and uh, we'd invite as many applications as possible so we can, yeah, help and bless as many organizations as possible beyond our walls. All right, with all of that said, we will continue to now with tonight's musical offering.
6: Rejoicing in the presence of God among us, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread.
0: Christ, who by his incarnation gathered into one all things, earthly and heavenly, fill you with joy and peace. And may God bless you now and forever. In the name of the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen.
5: peace let your light shine thanks be to god
0: i now invite you all into gallery view uh, using the zoom option up in the upper right hand corner of your screen as we share the peace with one another so the peace of christ be with you always
2: and also with you
5: and also with you you.
2: god's peace everyone